here I go. Here I go. Guys, the market has changed. It has been up and up and up, and we've got to tell you some news. Stay tuned. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Welcome to Walking Minutes. Myself, Michael Burjo, Mark Novak, special guest Lisa Novak to um, talk about the market. Tom Panos did a really, really interesting post, which I think a lot of people were thinking it, but he's called it because owners owners are acting very different. There's a, It's almost like when people hear that people are getting crazy prices, they adjust what their expectation is based on their sale, and then they add a lot more to it in, rather than looking back where the pricing was three or four months ago. Um, we got the benefit that we're on the ground. We're dealing with a lot of residential sales, leasings, and commercial. So as Tom, what did Tom call it? On, on the coal face, coal face. On the coal face, coal face. On the coal face, and it was freezing this morning. First morning we've had the heater on. So, same here. We were the same, weren't yeah. we? <laughs> um, but um, all right, who, who wants to go first? Let Lisa rip in. Mark, what do you think? Okay. And then Lisa can take the show. <laughs> no, nah, look, she's that's, she, so rude. that's it. I'm out of here. She's just cutting <laughs> even when we were preparing yeah. before. She was just cutting and shouting over. It's, it's aggressive. It's aggressive. People need it. They need some bossy around. Just to go the data before we get into it. What's brought this on? Clearance rates, New South Wales, even though Lisa, Lisa doesn't love the data, but this would just a couple of numbers. New South Wales down 8%. Central Coast, where we saw the biggest, one of the biggest growths for views online down 20%. And out west down, I think, 20% as it could just be a one-off or it could be the start of something. By the way, Northern Beach is still 91%. So you can still be greedy owners. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Um, okay, I'm, I'm going to go first. Ladies first. Ladies um, first yeah. so I, I actually called this quite a few weeks ago. I said I reckon we've got about a three to four week window until this market starts to taper off. And what I've seen, Burge, and I saw it a lot on Saturday, was buyer numbers were already down. We still have big buyer numbers, don't get me wrong. We're certainly, guys, let me just be clear, the market is not crashing. We're talking about the steam coming out of the market a little bit. By no means is it crashing. Um, but I'm definitely seeing buyer numbers are dwindling a little bit. I'd say they're down 10%. And in addition to that, there doesn't seem to be this crazy mad flurry like what we saw even two weeks ago. All right? So what's changed is that, I believe vendors' expectations have just gotten out of control. So mm. the market came up about 20%. They already made their money. And now vendors are looking for another 20% on top of that. The market's not there. So, we, you, you know, we're scaring the buyers away. Um, in addition to that, I think a lot of buyers have been walking around with a 12-week approval in their pocket. And we all know what's happening in that financing world. Um, you know, they need to go through getting their re-approval done um, after that 12 weeks. And so I think a lot of that is coming coming up for expiration now. But 
you know, again, the market is definitely not crashing. This is where we may, this is our opinion, we may start to see it plateau out a little bit now. We're just going to yeah, get on. I think it's like a spectrum. So people know like, crazy, well, let's do it this way. Crazy, crazy market, which we've been in the two weeks, and COVID market. We're sitting like just there, under. So no one needs to worry. So crazy was crazy was ten. Crappy COVID was zero. We're probably yep. sitting where? Um, right. Uh, right now. Yeah, yeah. We're we're just Next we're week. we're just under that. It's still it's still crazy out there. Don't get me wrong. You know, I've got a a, a beautiful property. Uh, in fact, this is a great case study. Um, I've sold three properties. I'm about to sell the third, but um, I've got three properties in the same street. Now, one property sold seven weeks ago for one point, and all the properties are very, very, very similar. One property sold about six to seven weeks ago, um, this is on the Northern Beaches, guys, for 1.72. Four weeks later, an almost identical property I sold in the same street for 1.95. Now I've got a very similar property, but the block size is half of that, and we're looking at very similar figures again. Right. So the market has definitely moved, but I believe, in my opinion, this is where we start to see a plateau out. Buyers are disheartened. The market went crazy. Some vendors got greedy. And this is where we will start to see that market taper. That's what I believe. So that's not a bad thing. Tell us what you're telling us off air. Like, this is not a bad thing. Tell us what you're saying about the sustainability. Well, I get, I get a chance to have a chat. Um, so. <laughs> um, look, I, I think I think it's it's great news for buyers because um, it's bringing order back into the marketplace and it's creating a bit more of a balanced market. Still, capital growth, so the market's still growing, and certainly, it's not a hand, it's not a time where people can sort of clap their hands and rub their hands and say, "Oh, okay, we the bubble's going to burst." Uh, it's it's nothing like that, but it's it's just giving. It just gives me a bit of oxygen to um, to the marketplace, to sellers, a bit more time to sell to buyers, a bit more time to sell. Um, and you know what? We're probably micromanaging the market. It's a bit like um, what's happening with COVID with these um, AstraZeneca and all this stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, your health system used to hear about it a year later or property market used to hear about it six months later. But we're, sort of, we're really on the edge with uh, with information these days. So, you know, as as a week change or a, or a day changes, we're on the blower reporting what's happening. So uh, that's what's happening. Yeah. We've also seen the market fast forward. What, the, what, what this property market, and this is Australia-wide, has done in the last six to eight weeks is usually what we would see it do over, a, you know, a period of four to five years. Um, and so it's no surprise that we're starting to see it taper out a lot quicker than what we usually would. Mm. Um, but as I said, guys, don't, don't, you know, don't freak out. Vendors, don't freak out um, that, you know, you've made amazing money. If the growth on the northern beaches was, let's suggest, 20%, that's 20% that you've made in about the last eight weeks. So, you know, if it starts to taper out now, you're still doing really, really well. But the rule of thumb is always to transact in the same market. And this is why, as real estate agents, we say that, because in a volatile market like this, the last thing you want to do is, you know, cash out only to find that the market shifts upwards in a couple of weeks, right? And it may be a roller coaster at the moment. We may start to see it plateau 
but then we also may see it take off again all right as more stock comes to market all those buyers may come back out in full force then we've got the international market as well right which is a massive one yeah and i was going to say the stability of the plateauing is good for everyone it's yes on the buyer side of it where they don't feel like they're being they're getting manipulated or taken advantage of, of underquoting. it's great for the owners which may not sound like it but it is because a lot of the thing that is stemming the greed is owners are worried about selling say their three-bedroom house for 1.6 they know normally the upsize to the four or five bedroom is two million they're hearing stories of they've sold and they can't even buy it back at what they sold and they're getting less. So they're almost trying to protect themselves by getting a crazy price because they're worried they're not going to be able to buy back in, especially if they're upsizing. With the market yeah. stabilising, they're going to know the price points. And it's great for agents as well because then you can give advice and people don't feel like they're getting screwed at either party. Because let's not let's there's agents out there that would would not be given the great advice going yeah it's worth one four but hey shit's going hot maybe you'll get 1.8 give me 10 grand marketing and we'll see and it's just not really good for the buyers it's not good for the sellers um so i think it's actually good for all parties even if parties don't think it is good for them it is now if i was considering selling uh, i think it's final call uh, i think in a, in a red red hot market um not to say that it's not growth in the market, but I think if you want to sell in a silly market, it's, we've probably got a good couple more weeks left in it. Right. Um, on the silly market to do deals. And, it, you know, if you're buying and selling in the market, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't mean you have to sell in a couple of weeks. But certainly I think if it was if it was quite a loosely made decision, you can do it whenever. I'd probably be doing it now. I agree. I, I think, you know, if I'm looking into my crystal ball, I actually think we're going to see a bit of a roller coaster at the moment. I think we're going to start to see the market taper off a little bit over the coming weeks. But then I believe as more stock comes on, because there'll be this mad dash to the gates at the final call for vendors. And I think we'll start to see quite a lot more stock come on. And I think that'll bring these buyers back out and fall for, for a little well, while. Buyers would have left the market because they get pissed off with properties going 20, yeah. 30% above and they blame the agent. A lot of the time it's rightfully so, but a lot of time it's not. And you can, we can sit here and be like, well, the reserve's the reserve, the momentum went. Like, yes, we can always communicate better, but a lot of the time in a crazy market, it's crazy. We say it's crazy for a reason. There would have been a lot of buyers gone, no more. I've done contract checks, building reports on three houses. I haven't sold yet. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sell and I'm not gonna buy. I'll sit out. So once they see you stabilizing, and it's not gonna be stabilized for one week, it's gonna be stabilizing for a month, then they may come back in. Yeah. So I think but, you're but right. Buyers, buyers do need to realize that you need to transact in the same market when it's very volatile like this. All right. So you need to be buying and selling in the same market. Yeah. Because it right. is a roller coaster at the moment. Um, and it's not like we've all lived through COVID before and knew that there was going to be this massive big upswing in the property market. We don't know what's next. Because usually we look back, right, over 40 years ago, ah, this is the trend. But it's yeah. not the norm. You know, Mark, you were speaking to a real estate agent who's been in the industry for 50 years. 
you've never seen the market like this before. I was blown away. You know, I was blown away when I spoke to that agent and said, hey, you would have seen this a couple of times before in the last 53 years you've been in business. He said, never like this. And I, that, mm. that was scary. That was scary. But I do I do firmly believe um, what, what you said before, Lisa, about that international market. That when, it, when this domestic, if this domestic market is cooling off and it does level off a little bit for next year or two, I do think there'll be a very violent, a very aggressive, very hardcore uptake and interest into Australian property. Well, I've got the data here. <laughs> Just for Lisa. Oh, not data. On realestate.com, UK views is up 64%. People from New Zealand yeah. looking at Australia up 62%. People from yep. Singapore up 37%, USA 30%, Hong Kong 13%, China down. <laughs> um, so it's an annual percentage increase of 27% overseas buyers. Mark, you and I said this nine months ago. People are going to see how Australia has acted and going to be like, oh, anyone who was working overseas or, I don't know, they were Australian, had a wife yeah. overseas, like lived with their wife, they're going to be like, Fuck, Australia handled it so much better. I want to go there. I want to at least own a property there so I can come back if something hits the fan. And that data yeah. shows it. 30%. Can you keep in mind, this is countries with, like, populations of 300 million. So 30% on 300 million yeah. is a lot more than what we think with our population That's of 20 million. That's a really million. good point. You so know the what I mean? Is, where is all the property going to come from? Because, you know, we are going to have this mad influx. I mean, Mark, we've got friends that live overseas that have been working and living overseas for a long time. They're just waiting for the borders to open so that they can come back. So it'd be interesting, like, where is all that property going to come from? Because at the moment, we're Australians selling to Australians. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens when those borders do open again. But can I just, for me, I just want to wrap up by saying that Here's the best piece of advice that I can give to you guys out there that are looking to buy. Buy when you find the property that you like. If you want to gamble with the property market, your safest bet is to go to the casino and do it there. Because don't bet on the property market. When you find the house that you love, buy that one. When you find the property that you love, buy that one. Um, we overpaid 13 years ago for our house, but we've been there for 13 years and now it looks cheap. So, you know, it's all relative. It all works out in the wash. Just when you find the right property, that's when you buy it. But even, Lisa, so even six months better. after buying that property, you don't care because you don't have to look for properties anymore, you know, like, exactly. yes, in 13 years, but even th 13 days after you've settled and you move in, a lot of time you're like, thank God that's over. Let's move on with our life. Obviously, to settle, you had the finance. Yeah. So even if it went down 100 grand, you're like, any, or one sells next door, for a hundred grand less you're like what is that it really doesn't mean anything to your mortgage repayment yes no, it sucks don't, in don't your ego yeah it may suck on your ego but not your dollars don't gamble initially. on the property market and bear in mind if this market does start to plateau out and it may not it's not when it's not we're not falling into a hole let's be really clear about that the market's still exceptionally strong but if it mm. does start to plateau out your property that you're selling that also will plateau out as well. It's all relative. You buy a property when you find the one that you like. Mark, anything, anything else you want to Go hard. If they're going to lend you the money, take the money and go hard. Yeah, rates are still cheap. Have a great day. 
Thanks, Burge. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Thanks for having Thank me on you. again, guys. What about this guy again today, guys? But cold. It's chilly. I've got the coat out. Have a great day, everybody. Bye.